Welcome to another episode of Bitfinex Talks. I'm your host, Ricardo Martinez. Tonight, my guest is Sunita Chakraborty, co-host of the Monerotopia podcast and producer of Monero Talk with Doug Tuman. Sunita, thanks for coming on the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm having a wonderful day. Thank you for asking. Okay, Sunita, my first question for you tonight is how did you initially find out about crypto? It was like about uh, like 2018. Um, basically, I like discovered Bitcoin uh, actually through Doug, to be honest. Um, he started talking about it. I was curious about it and uh, just kind of went down that rabbit hole of like trying to figure out what it was, how like how it was going to improve everything and so on and so forth. Okay, cool. That was actually going to be my next question was, did you find out about Bitcoin before Monero? Uh, but since you've answered that, my next question is going to be, why did you decide to come over to Monero and kind of start participating in the Monero community? Basically, yeah, again, like we, you know, I've learned about Bitcoin, started doing my research on that a little bit on my behalf, um, and then eventually led, uh, uh, it led to like Monero because I realized that Bitcoin was traceable. Uh, there was a transparent ledger and you know found it kind of odd that you know it was gaining so much traction and uh then kind of discovered uh, monero again probably through doug because we were kind of like in the same group of people um and uh yeah realized that it was private uh by default untraceable and fungible which uh bitcoin isn't and kind of started digging deeper into that um basically what happened was uh uh Doug even came up with this idea of like, oh, why not come up with a a, a, a podcast, right? Because it was becoming like a thing, you know, doing podcasts and kind of questioning the technology. So he started that with like, it was a, another person that was involved, another friend. And uh, basically how I started assisting with that, I was kind of like reaching out to guests and, you know, again, like the producing aspect of it. Um, and uh, it kind of grew into what it is today, which is uh, the Monero Talk uh, podcast. And eventually led to Monerotopia. Monero Talk, yeah, we started in like around 2018 and we've had uh, awesome guests on there. Okay, nice. Yeah, Monero Talk with Doug is one of my favorite podcasts. I'm going to have to start tuning in to Monerotopia, however. I haven't really listened to it, to be honest. Um, with the podcast, there's Monero Talk and then there's Monerotopia, but Monerotopia is also the name of the conference. Can you kind of explain the difference between the three? Yeah. So basically, again, yeah, Monero Talk is a more like technical, like one-on-one uh, -on -one interview with just Douglas Tuman, who is the host of the show. I'm the producer behind the scene. Um, and <clears throat> that's more, as mentioned before, it's more technical, like more nitty gritty, like more for like, the tech aspect of, I guess, Monero for the most part, and just privacy. And Monerotopia, which is another show, which is actually on Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern, um, I'm a co-host there. And we it's just like a more fun, chill kind of show where like community members can come on stage, ask questions, you know, and then we have like little segments like giving weekly uh, news report, like Monero news, uh, uh, weekly price report, um, and just kind of like a more chill vibe uh, where it's like community oriented. And then from that, that's where last year we came up with this idea of throwing a conference, which would be like, again, kind of that vibe, chill, um, you know, obviously technical as well, but it's more of a, 
uh, a more chill vibe, not corporate vibe, like the Bitcoin conference, if I, if I want to compare the two. All right, perfect. Then I guess also in May, you guys are throwing the Monerotopia conference as well. Is that correct? Yes, we are. May 5th to the 7th. So May 5th is going to be a welcome party. You know, check in, come in, get your, you know, tickets. And uh, we're going to have like a, a nice little welcome party. We're trying to figure out where. And it's going to be in Mexico City. And then uh, 6th and 7th is going to be talks all day, basically. So um, last year, I don't know if you're aware. Uh, yeah, uh, the conference was like an all-day conference. Miami was awesome, jam-packed with information. This time around, same, except it's going to be three days. <laughs> Just going to be fun. Okay, yeah. Actually, from the last one that was in Miami, I actually watched some of the presentations on YouTube. I don't remember if you aired them like immediately yeah, yeah, after we the conference. Did. Well, yeah, we, okay. we took a while. Um, we ended up having a little like, you know, technical. Again, it was our first time. So, you know, we learned <laughs> <laughs> for the second one. But uh, basically, we re edited it. We had the video and then we kind of edited them and put the slides up. And yeah, we published them one by one, which was, you know, okay. nice because people got really enjoy the talks without you know having it crammed in their faces like it was at the conference okay so what can people expect this year at the conference are you allowed to talk about any of the guests or the speakers that you've invited um what can attendees expect yeah yeah definitely um we have a, a, a huge lineup we have i mean if you have the top of my head we have uh, luke parker a developer of a uh, sarai we have co who's going to talk about seraphis um, we have Elizabeth Binks, who's going to be talking about um, Ethereum and uh, XMR atomic swaps. And I mean, the list goes on. Um, Arctic Mine, we have Justin Behrman. I mean, it's a huge list. So we're going to have like a huge speaker lineup. And then in addition to that, um, we're also going to have like privacy focused. Uh, it's a privacy loft, which is basically going to be like projects focused on, on privacy, right? Which is obviously what the main uh, thing is about Monero, right? So we're trying to incorporate different privacy projects. And then in addition to that, we're going to have adoption lane, which is where one can use um, Monero, which would be like their uh, Cake Wallet is a, a good example. They have Cake Pay integrated into their app where you can use your Monero and buy gift cards. You have coin cards as well, can buy gift cards on there. Um, and, and the list goes on. And then in addition to that, we're also going to have workshops for like uh, uh, three stages like a noob. We're gonna have um, like uh, like Monero 101, where people can like kind of ask questions that you know noobs that don't really understand the technology behind it but are curious about it. They can ask any questions. Then we're gonna have um, basically um, uh, mining uh, mining section where like you you can learn how to mine Monero. And then in addition to that, we're gonna have uh, you know projects that are focused on like kind of doing uh, privacy online, like using internet privately. So it's going to be really cool. We're going to have performances. Um, and, you know, like I said, oh, we're going to have a VIP dinner. Like it's, it's, it's a little more, it, it's bigger this year because we realized people really enjoyed it last year. So why not make it bigger and better? <laughs> and then in Mexico City. Nice. The conference sounds like it's actually going to be a really cool event this year. That's awesome. Um, another project that you've been working on or working with is gratuitous.org, which is the Monero coffee store website. Recently, I've seen you guys have added uh, several new products. Do you want to talk about what gratuitous is and um, what people can find on the gratuitous.org website? 
yeah, so basically the whole idea behind it is tip uh, the person behind the product, right? So we started out with coffee. We originally started out with like Brazilian coffee, um, but that just didn't, like we had this idea, but unfortunately didn't like go into fruition. Then we ended up meeting a, a person that was connected with a Guatemalan farmer. So then with that, that actually went at full force. We went to Guatemala, we met the farmer, I'm sorry, the owner of the farmer, and then we saw, met all the farmers. And basically, the whole concept behind it is just kind of, you know, appreciating the people behind the product, right? The people that are picking the beans, right? That, you know, we don't really think about that. We think about the barista, which is also great, too, because, you know, they're making our, our beverage, right? But for the most part, it's kind of like picking and, you know, sweating in like the whatever degree weather, uh, you know, that they're working in and so on and so forth. So the whole idea is, appreciating them and tipping them right so what gratuitous is is for example if you want to buy a, a bag of coffee right now we have actually three options we have guatemalan we have uh, mexican and we have colombian coffee and basically if you enjoy that cup of coffee you can tip the farmer directly with monero and what's great about it is that it's fast and it's cheap and it's you know for the most part instant um and that's kind of the whole idea behind it and well again it's like kind of like daily products right we started out with coffee because you know it ended up working that way but we're adding different products along the way again it's like kind of just the two of us so it's a lot to kind of juggle but uh we're moving along slowly <laughs> we're moving along slowly and adding more products over time but the whole idea is kind of like any daily thing that you know like a t-shirt you put on right kind of tipping that person that made that t-shirt and 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 so on and so forth so it's it's a cool project and it kind of helps with the whole monero adoption right teaching and 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 using monero sorry to change the subject but jumping back to the topic of the monero topia conference uh specifically the one in miami last year do you have any interesting stories uh what was the coolest thing that happened at the monero topia conference in miami last year I mean, honestly, I mean, the whole day was just like crazy. Um, basically, again, that was Doug and I's first conference that we ever threw. And it was just the two of us. We had a lot of helping hands, but for the most of it was two of us. We landed like the day before. We rented a U-Haul because we had to like pick up all our supplies that we shipped because one of uh, 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 an internet friend, right? We met a, we've made a lot of internet friends, awesome internet friends. That's also one of the main things that was awesome about the conference that we were able to ship uh, yeah, ship uh, things to them. So we had to go straight from the airport, pick up a U-Haul, drive all the way to uh, Homestead, which is where it was, which is like 40 minutes away from where the conference was being held, pick up all the stuff, pick up tents, because we had to like bring it to the, the, the venue. And it was just like chaotic, but ended up, everything ended up thankfully working out really well. Because again, it's a really community oriented like environment and people just, wanted to help and they helped us and it was pretty awesome the speakers were awesome we had a dj playing outside all day long he was awesome his name is riot and again we just met him online um you know because he was he he was interested in monero he loves monero and he wanted to help us out and he dj'd all day long which is awesome we had awesome performances by um crypto bear and free knots i don't know if you're aware of them and again just amazing speakers and amazing panels and everyone chugged along it started at 8 a.m and didn't end till 11 p.m 
And it honestly was a wonderful experience. Again, still, we're still keeping touch with everyone and everyone's moving along to Monerotopia 23. So it's, it was really a, a, a great, awesome vibe. And that's what we keep hearing from people compared to, because we did it um, the same time as the Bitcoin conference of last year in Miami. And people honestly just keep telling us how awesome and great it was because it was like a very relaxed, chill, informative vibe. I basically consider Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Monero like the three most important projects. Um, all three of them have huge communities of people that are building a bunch of different stuff. Uh, specifically in the Monero community, there's people that are building, um, you know, like platforms to sell stuff for Monero. Uh, there's a lot of DEXs and stuff that people are trying to to create right now to be able to trade without a centralized exchange or AML KYC. Um, as far as people building stuff on top of Monero, what are you most excited about? Like, what's the most exciting project in the Monero ecosystem, in your opinion? Uh, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, actually, Sarai and Seraphis. Like, those are two pretty cool projects. Again, there are just so many um, that, you know, it's that people are working on. So it's like tough to kind of keep track of. But for the most part, uh, Sarai and Seraphis, which actually they're coming to the conference to talk about their projects. So I'm really excited about that. And just excited in general, just to help spread the word about Monero and making people aware that it exists and asking people to, you know, use it because that's how how technology works, right? You have to use it so it just keeps chugging along and surviving. Our viewers may not know this, but uh, March 8th is International Women's Day, and you're our special guest of honor for Women's Week. Uh, this podcast will air the week of Women's Day as part of our celebration. I wanted to ask you, as a woman in crypto, do you feel that women are underrepresented? Do you feel that crypto is hostile to women? Do you feel like it's a bro fest? What's been your experience as a woman in crypto? Would you mind telling us? Honestly, I mean, again, I'm speaking on my behalf, right? And my experience, um, I've never felt any negative vibe from anyone. Um, and I've been in it for, for quite some time. Um, honestly, I, I'm, uh, I just feel like maybe like, you know, some people are quiet. I mean, I am one, for example, right? No one really knows I kind of exist in the sense of like, I'm not out there talking again, as mentioned earlier, this is like my first podcast, bear with me, but, uh, you know, you, I, I'm behind the scenes, but because I choose to be behind the scenes, um, and you know, lot, some people, some women are, you know, quiet. They want to be behind the scenes, which is fine. And then some women, you know, want to be out there and that's awesome too. And I, there are a lot of women out there, I think, I mean, even in the Monero community, I mean, uh, I've met some wonderful, smart women, uh, chill Nam for, for two, for example, like, um, and they're, they're out there and they, they exist. It's, you know, I, I don't, in my opinion, every i granted yeah it's majority men obviously i'll admit that but everyone has been super awesome super helpful if i have a question like i have not never felt any negativity towards the monero community or just i guess crypto in general in my opinion right yeah i'm, I'm only speaking on my experiences do you think that monero has a negative stigma surrounding it due to the fact that it enables privacy and anonymity and it could like use for malicious purposes if one so desires. 
I mean, yeah, it's going to be out there, but that means I guess I feel like it's like that means it's working, right? I mean, cash, right? You can use cash for naughty things. You can use cash to do great things, right? You just don't want people knowing what you're doing with your money, period. Like it's just that privacy aspect of it, which is super important. And people won't realize it's important until it's needed on their behalf, right? So I think it's it's going to change just like again for example cash right cash you don't know what i'm doing like if you had cash and you're giving me a dollar no one's going to know you're giving me a dollar or five million dollars no one will know um so yeah i think it's unfortunate that it's given that name but maybe it's a good thing because you know it's it's just showing that it's working for true digital cash basically all right to continue and expand on on the stigma surrounding privacy um recently we just witnessed the privacy coin ban in dubai under their new crypto regulations and privacy is sort of being cast as like a taboo thing by these industries that have been built up around surveillance and data capture do you think this privacy stigma is limiting monero adoption for people who might otherwise consider it for their financial transactions no, I don't think it is. If anything, it's, you know, you're going to hit a bunch of bumps on the road, right? So this is one of them. But at the end of the day, um, in my opinion, Monero will survive at the end, right? Again, it's, you know, people don't realize how much they need it until they don't have it, right? There are cases where, you know, people lock their bank accounts. There are cases where you're being your your coins are being traced right for no reason like your your coins are trained you know tainted like for example bitcoin you know it's not truly fungible right if they you know blacklist a coin and then that person sent it to you you're not allowed to use it like just the simplest things um you know it'll catch up and i, I i'm not worried about it in your opinion what do you think the most important thing for monero adoption is in my opinion, I feel like the most important is using it, right? Like a lot of people, again, not, I'm not, you know, trying to bash Bitcoin. Bitcoin, you know, was the first and, you know, it was it was a great technology. It is a great technology, right? For the most part, um, except for the flaws, right? But uh, the most important is using it, right? Bitcoin, you, it, it's expensive. Monero is cheap to send it, right? If I were to send you 20 bucks, if I were to send you whatever, again, $5,000 or something, it'll be this less than a cent um it's private no one can you know trace it and um it's it's it can be used as digital cash which is the the most important part kind of you know we're letting the, the network run and it's it's very important to use the money and not keep it as like like people say a store of value it's it's important to use it you know spend it receive it all that stuff for it to just kind of like gain adoption speaking of adoption back to gratuitas and the guatemalan farmers how have they responded to receiving tips in monero uh they're excited i mean some of them you know it's a, it's a hit or miss right it depends on the person right but for the most part when we went there even like teaching them right because what we did was we went to the farm we we spoke to it was about 15 farmers and you know some of them were like okay you're crazy but then some of them were like hmm what is this i can you know hold on to my own wallet i don't need a bank you know and it's cheap and it's interesting right so for the most part it was positive and again like people you know they they're 
they're excited to receive something. It's kind of like a little nest egg with, you know, kind of like a, a savings account, right? That, you know, sure, you can't necessarily use it at the moment, but again, in due time, it's kind of having patience. It's an asset, right? Just hold on to it, you know, I guess in the areas that you're not able to use them. And, you know, eventually there will be a time because, you know, this is the future in all honesty, right? Cryptocurrencies in general. Will Monero be the one? I hope so. We never, we don't know, right? We don't know until it happens. <laughs> okay. Could you shed some light on their general uh, level of understanding about crypto? Like, were they familiar with Bitcoin? I know Monero is a little more removed and usually you have to overcome the hurdle of learning about Bitcoin uh, before you begin to understand why you might want to use a privacy protecting cryptocurrency like Monero. Do you know if they already knew about Bitcoin or were familiar with any other cryptos before you guys got down there and uh, gave them Monero wallets and started sending them tips uh, in XMR? Well, like I said, some did, some did not, right? So some kind of had an idea, they heard about it, right? So that's usually, I think that's what I was saying, like you can't, you know, Bitcoin has been great in the sense of, you know, it's kind of like an introduction to what you want to talk about, right? So it's like, have you heard of Bitcoin? Yeah. Well, do you know that like a lot of people don't know that it's, you know, it's transparent, you can trace everything. So it's like you kind of start with that. So again, it depended on the person. Some of them were, you know, that kind of had an idea, right? Um, were curious about it and they were able to kind of easily do it in the sense of because we were there trying to like walk them through the steps. So for the most part, I mean, and then again, actually recently we went to uh, Mexico City to kind of like scout the area. Um, we met like, um, uh, there was this uh, store that, were, that was making blankets and you know, the people that were actually, that they were like young, they were like, I don't know, like 18 to like, I don't know, 30. Um, and like, they had an idea, like we walked in and we're like, Hey, we're actually on our way to the airport. And we were like, Oh, let's go try to see if we can kind of make them download the wallet. And, you know, cause then we can sell the blankets and then they can tip them. And for the most part, like they, you, I, we actually expected, it was like funny because we went upstairs and it was like, literally like, it was so hot up there. And we were like, Oh my God, like they're working in this weather. <laughs> and when we spoke to them, we were like, Oh, um, you know, have you heard of Bitcoin? And some of them were like, yeah, what is, yeah, sh I, I know, I kind of heard of it. And then we moved on to Monero and they were actually really excited. Like they stopped and all of them like spoke to us and they, they listened to us, which was like really nice. Like they never disregarded us. That was one thing, which was really nice. So that means, you know, the word is spreading in general about cryptocurrencies, which is pretty awesome. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you feel that it is important for the audience to know? Uh, no, I mean, you mentioned the conference and um, actually if, um, it, you know, for anyone that's interested, again, I actually, I didn't mention, um, we're also have, we also have a local ticket, um, which is actually $25 uh, for those like in Mexico that like are interested in cryptocurrency um, or Monero specifically, obviously, um, you know, it's gonna be $25 at the door, but also um, if you use the, the code, uh, Bitfinex, um, or Bitfinex, yeah, Bitfinex, um, you'll get 10% off. So I just wanted to throw that out there for those uh, that are going to listen to this podcast if they do. <laughs> the conference is on May 5th uh, to the 7th in Mexico City. Awesome. Surprise Bitfinex discount. I like it. 
Uh, Sunita, I had one last question for you. You seem pretty focused on Monero, but are there any other cryptos that you pay attention to or try to learn about or keep tabs on? Or are you strictly Monero? I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's it's mostly like Monero. But I mean, I kind of, you know, dab around and, and learn about other types of projects. Um, for example, like I said, at the conference, there's going to be a bunch of privacy-focused um, projects out there. So, you know, I, I do... I don't have one specifically that, you know, um, meaning other than Monero, but for the most part, I guess, to be honest, it's, it's going to be Monero because that's what kind of we're focused on. <laughs> well, Sunita, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it's been a pleasure. It was super fun to ask you a bunch of questions about Monero. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and letting me grill you for your first podcast ever. Um, it's an honor that you came on this podcast for your first podcast. I appreciate it immensely. Um, you're welcome back to come on the show anytime that you want. Thanks for, for reaching out and thanks for thinking of me, to be honest. I, I really appreciate that.